Blog Talk Radio. Everybody here, everybody here, let's get into it, yeah. get stupid, get started, come on. get started. Big Brother fans, this is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. have questions or comments, call in at 1-347-237-5506. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. Happy Manic Monday. 
I'm Sherry Garcia, and this is the Rad Reality Show Network. It's March 12, 2018, and our host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10, has a great show lined up, and here she is to tell you all about it. Michelle? Hey, Cherry Pie. Hello, Manic Monday. What an awkward song right about now to be having around these parts, Cherry Pie. The perfect storm is a brewing once again. Um, in my neck of the woods. Um, so this is our going to be our third nor'easter in ten days. Thank you, March Madness. Appreciate it. Good times. People are still trying to get their power back. Their trees cut down that have either fell across their yards, their houses, uh, power lines. Uh, it's a complete disaster around here. So why not? Why not have like a blizzard? <laughs> Why not? I mean, sure. It's not like I got much to do, you know. I just work in retail, so just trying to catch up. But anyway, I'm sure one of our guests is probably dealing with this as well. But you guys, we have such a great show for you guys tonight. Um, I'm glad to be we back. We tried to join you yesterday. We actually had four inches of really huge snowflake wet snow yesterday like just covered everything beautifully really quickly for a few hours but it it melted pretty quickly too (laughs) those wet snowflakes they can be pretty um especially from inside uh, the house right these are like hamster size snowflakes (laughs) yeah (laughs) huge huge yeah. They're huge, yeah. and they coat, like, right away. You know, that was one of the concerns that we have is that the trees are so frail and weak from the two storms that we've had um, that any wet snow on it, though it looks pretty, um, will weigh down the trees, the lines, and that's our problem is we're, we're still without power, some people. So it's um, one of those situations um, – where, you know, it's enough is enough, okay? I know us, us Northeastern New Englanders are tough, but you know what? I don't want to be tough anymore. <laughs> you I guys don't want to play anymore. Landless. No, I don't want to play. And I'm just glad it's daylight savings time, so I'm just going to be happy for something. But tonight's show is going to be so good, so positive, so moving, um, because today is the last day of donating to Reality Rally to Michelle's place of breast cancer, to different types of cancer um, involving men, women. Um, we all know somebody who's dealt with it. We've dealt with it ourselves. Um, so it's going to be one of those kind of like tear-jerking kind of shows where um, we're going to have people that are going to be asking for more donations, which I'm definitely one of them, you guys. Help, help, help. Um, I need um, some more money to be donated um, and today's the last day. Our two guests that are going to be calling in. Um, first guest is going to be Luke Soderling. Um, he is from Mom. the show The Wheel. He's the winner, and it was on the Discovery Channel. He's been through a lot. And we also have we may actually Joseph have Joey, Joey Covino from The Amazing Race 29. I want to know if he wants to be called Joseph or Joey, because I like, you know, we go around these pots. We call, hey, Joey, what are you doing, Joey? <laughs> you know? What's going on, Joey? And Joey's probably preparing himself 
for a storm, or he maybe went that, like south with the birds. It's somewhere away from here. Um, if you guys want to call in, um, 347-237-5506, make sure you press 1, because I know a lot of you guys do listen through the phone lines. Um, any questions or comments that you guys have. Um, we're not going to be talking really a lot about um, Survivor tonight and also about Big Brother Canada. And we're just probably not going to have the time. We're going to have just enough time um, to have our two guests up, Cherry Pie, right? I mean, so many reality shows, so little time. We only do so much. Um, so... Uh, if you guys do have any questions and comments, um, put it in the chat room as well. I know I was having a little bit of an issue because you know how Blog Talk is. Blog Talk, you know, oh, they're trying to do whatever they want. <laughs> so we do, do have Joey. we do have Joey waiting to come on if you'd like me to bring him up. Um, and then when, um, I don't know, Luke may be calling in soon, but if you'd like for me to bring up Joey, I can. Well, we actually had Joey scheduled for later in the um, show, uh, but we can bring it up and maybe we can just um, uh, do his interview. I just don't want to keep Luke on because I did tell Luke 715, but hey, you know, what are you going to do? This is live podcast, Manic Monday. That's how we roll. So without further ado, uh, let's bring up Joey and let's get the donation in the party started because... Here we go. Party over here. Woo From the Amazing Race, season twenty nine. Here is Joey Cavino. Hey guys, how's it going? Hi Joey. Hey, what's going on? Hey Joey, is it Joey or Joseph? What's the? What do you prefer? It's Joey. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I think it's a New England (laughs) thing, Joey. Right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But wait, I have to start. Cherry, did you say hamster-sized snowflakes? <laughs> I did. <laughs> that I is like, I, I've never heard that before in my life. I, I, I burst out laughing. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> That's what they were. Right. They were it looked like balls in the sky. It looks like hamsters I, I, falling I out of the sky. I, mean. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to look out my window later on and go, holy shit, it's snowing hamsters. <laughs> you know what, Joey? We've said we've said worse, and we've had worse. So I think actually snowing hamsters would kind of be a delight at this moment. Yeah, yeah. I think last week it might have been it might have been like raccoons or beavers or something like that. But um, yeah, hamsters would be all right. There was a lot of things it's, falling. Um, yeah. Joey, thank you so much for coming on Manic Monday. Um, you were scheduled to be on last week, laugh. and unfortunately we weren't on. But we're so glad that you were able to reschedule and come on Manic Monday. Um, welcome. This is your first time here. We're popping that cherry. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, Joey, we, um, have you on tonight because we want to first talk a little bit about Reality Rally. Um, you'll be attending Reality Rally. So we're here to talk a little bit about, um, your experience on The Amazing Race. What made you decide to go to Reality Rally? Um, let's talk first about Reality Rally. This is your first year uh, doing Reality Rally. Is that correct? That is correct. I met uh, Jillian down in Hots of Reality at Give Kids the World Village last August, and she was telling me and Doc Redman, Redman Ramis, all about 
Reality Rally and, and all the wonderful things that they do over there. And most of any work that I try to do is for usually for children, but like you said at the beginning of the show, everybody has been touched by breast cancer. Everyone knows somebody. And when I learned more about Michelle's place, it's such a wonderful thing over there, especially how they're dealing with, with the younger women and uninsured women under 40 who, who don't, they give free mammograms to, and then they have even prosthesis. They just have all this um, things to do for younger women and their families. And it's one of the only um, places in the Riverside area that they will will give these, these women these um, mammograms and things for free. So it's yeah. something that Doc got, we both said, with, yeah, geez, we got to go and help out as, as much as we can. It's, it's love in Temecula. I mean, it's great out there. Yeah. Um, not only do women deal with it, though, you know, we had a couple of years back where we're kind of focused on men. Men can have breast cancer, so... Um, right. It doesn't discriminate. Right. It doesn't care what how old you are. It doesn't care if you have insurance or not. It doesn't care, you know, um, your gender. Um, and the other thing about it, Joey, which is great, you're going to actually go to the facility and see it. This is going to be my eighth year going. So um, it, it is absolutely amazing. You'll actually get to go to the um, location. You're going to have to be able to see the rooms, the different wig rooms that they have. They have a hair salon. And you know what else they have? They help the families come get through it, yeah. and I think that they're right. they're the forgotten ones because they have to be very hard and very tough, and be able to, you know, go through all these emotions and at the same time be strong. And sometimes it might be hard to say or actually do, um, and so they actually help them get through this with knowledge and talking to other families, which I think is really important. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And I was reading the um, the bios on Michelle's place and how the oncologist would call Michelle, especially at such a young age, to help deal with the older patients. And, and as, as everyone knows who had someone sick in their family, a lot of times it's, it's the person who's sick who starts consoling the family members. And, and by having that, that yeah. resource where you don't have to lean so much on the, the, the sick person and it, just having to be able to cope and deal with and talk to other people, and, and I believe a lot of the volunteers are survivors themselves, so just to yes. go through the, you know, it's such an overwhelming time in someone's life and it, and it's a battle. And so unfortunately, sometimes people lose those battles, but to be with different warriors of that, that, that war or that battle of, of cancer is, is definitely something that can only help. And, and if we can help in any way in, in our positions, absolutely. It's so true. I mean, during the time that I've done the reality rally, um, I've done, you know, they volunteer for different um, um, days and different events. And I've had people mm-hmm. come up to me and they said, you know, Michelle's place helped me get through cancer, you know. And so right. you actually physically see and meet the people that you're raising money for to help. Yeah, so that's incredible. It really is wild because, you know, there's so many of these charities out there. You kind of wonder, you know, does it go? Does it trickle down to the right people? Does it affect them? Do, does does do they feel you know love? Do they feel like it's helped them? And it's actually coming to you, and they're thanking you. So it's really important to let people know, Joey, that every dollar counts because some people are like, oh, I'm embarrassed to donate a dollar. I mean, a dollar oh, no. could save somebody's life. How big is that, Joey, for somebody just to donate a dollar? Absolutely. And, and like I, I put just that on my Facebook, if, if all of my friends donated 
one dollar and I have I think I have like 1800 friends that is going to help someone tremendously and when 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 you donate just a little bit of something, it, it all adds up. We all remember watching those Jerry Lewis telethons and just that, it's that far right little number just keeps clicking away. And, and that's what we want to do one dollar at a time. And Michelle's place is such a wonderful organization that every single dollar that is raised goes to these programs. So there's no overhead. There's no, there's, there's no, you know, person getting a huge salary from this, from these, yeah. from these donations. It all goes to this one great cause. And that's, what's important. Absolutely. So you guys are probably out there wondering, you know, um, I know Michelle said something about it last week, but I can't quite remember how to go and donate. Well, you, all you have to do, guys, is go to realityrally.com. You scroll mm-hmm. down to Jay, but Joey, but it might be Joseph on there. <laughs> you know, just look for Joey or Joseph, Covino, and hit the donate button. You just hit it, and it takes you right to the page for you to donate. So easy. Or you can go to his yeah. um, Twitter or Facebook um, really quick, um, Joey, tell people how to find you on social media so that if they want to go and follow you and see kind of what you've been doing, um, what are your different handles? Sure. It, um, at Facebook, it's just Joey Cavino, and it's got my ugly mug on there with an Irish skimmer on. And Twitter, it's Joey Cavino 3. <laughs> and uh, Instagram is Joey Cavino. And I think they're all three awesome. of them are connected. Yeah. And awesome. uh, if, so if you guys if, have if, to if, go if, find find him and then follow and then click the link. You can get to donate that way too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and check out, check out the page. There's over 120 different reality stars going to this wonderful thing. And some of them, um, some of them have these different obligations. They weren't, they all have to raise a certain amount of money and some of them are a little lagging behind and we want to get as many people there. So, even if you don't like me, pick someone else. Pick uh, Doc uh, Redmond Ramos or Christina Coria, who's done it all eight years too. And she's, she, you know, she told me all about um, Reality Rally and such a wonderful things that they do over there. And I, there are so many different things that we're going to be able to do. The amazing race um, on yeah, Saturday so after the ceremonies. Yeah, the, I want to go to the winery because if you, if you do follow me on social media, I do I do like to have an occasional occasional beer every now and then. A little and, vino, uh, Covino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Covino does mean with wine in Italian. <laughs> and then a lip sync showdown, which is which is going to be epic, I think. So oh, and, and if, if you're in the area, come on out and and just experience it. It's it's you know you're, you're having fun for your funds. If you can get out there and and meet, like we're going to have a lot of chefs. Um, they're going to have like a big cook off or something, and nice. It's, it's going to be a great great time too. It's going to be fun now. I just, I just was like, what? This must be kind of nostalgic for you because, I mean, you were on The Amazing Race, season 29. By the way, my lucky number is 29, just to let you know. But, um, and mine. So, and <laughs> cherry pie. And so you probably... Both of our birthdays saying, are on 29. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you were, when you were saying they're going to have an Amazing Race, event happening at reality right did that bring you back a little bit were you just kind of like man i love the amazing race can you talk a little bit about your experience there because by the way you know not that i'm biased or anything but you know <laughs> obviously i was rooting for you and your teammate you know because i'm I, i'm one of those hometown girls i gotta root for the people around you know and 
my friend Louis Stravada, he was on Amazing Race. He was, you know, part of the police force. So I, that's, I go to where I know, where I know better. So I was definitely root for you. Tell everybody about your experience, by the way. Great job you guys did. Phenomenal. You know, thank you so much. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I think it was all Tara. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> to, to, our season, obviously, as, as a lot of people know, it was a stranger season. So we, um, I think what made our season was successful was that they got to pick 29 specific characters or, or, and you know, if you know me, I'm definitely a character, but um, yeah, so they got these really interesting people from all walks of life. And it was almost, it was almost like a social experiment where you just kind of plopped them all together and they said, Hey, choose somebody and go just run around the world and, and experience it. And so you, 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 you want to win, you want to win a million dollars. You want to get around it, at least get to the final three, because that was, that was kind of my goal going in. Cause I figured if I went to the final three, then I never got sent home, I never got eliminated, and I got to experience everything the race had to offer. So to go to all these different countries and to just kind of – Tara is such a wonderful person. She makes, you, she makes you stop and smell the roses, and even though you're, you, know, you might be running through Milan, you, she just stops and looks, and she grabs you – know, she sees all the little children, and she, she loaded up on all these little candies to give to kids, and um, I loaded up on gel and deodorant cologne and crap like that <laughs> but, i like yeah, that to, gel. <laughs> yeah just just to me just to meet the different persons the people that i became friends the other 21 um racers we are all 22 of us are great friends to this day and there's some people that if i walk past on the street i probably wouldn't be friends with them we may have different political views or come from a different you know part of the country with different backgrounds and a lot yeah. of times people just stay to their own, but this, our specific season kind of made us all gel together and, and, and deal with, with each other. And it was really fun. And I think even applying that to reality rally, we're all going to go together. We're all coming from different walks of life, big brother, survivor, hell's kitchen, all these different places, but we're all coming in for a common goal. Oh yeah. And let me tell you something. So true. It's like a brother sisterhood. It's like we've known each other for years and years. Yeah. It's, so crazy how everybody just kind of knows what they're there for knows the purpose i mean mm-hmm. we raise funds and we have fun and right. we can get anybody involved in it you can come see you can come experience it you can come race it you can come be part of wine country so you can actually be with um all the different reality stars with the volunteers with um michelle's family that um from michelle's place and we all just kind of bond together and know the goal that we're there for, um, Joey. It's actually a, it's a it's absolutely unique experience, and um, you know I've been blessed to have been a part of it for this many years. So just glad to see that it's um, you know picking up speed as you know uh, as it should, and then having new people come and experience it. So I'm really excited for you to see um, really what it's all about and. Like I said, how important it is so you know that where every dollar goes to. Um, so it's just wonderful. Now, would you, um, you know, if it was asked um, if they did an all-star edition of um, Amazing Race, would you go back on? Would you want to do something like that? Would you be interested in doing a different reality show? Oh, my bag's already packed for Amazing Race. Yeah, I, I mean, I have, <laughs> we, have yeah. we have unfinished business and uh you know, we, we only lost by a few minutes, so, and just the challenge of doing it again would be awesome, even with, even if, you know, there's been stuff all over the internet about taking um, all the different all-stars, all the, you know, 
unfinished business type teams and then mix them all up. And that would be great. But yeah, there is, um, it's funny. Luke's going to be on too, because as soon as I saw the wheel, I thought, geez, that's something that I would really, really love to do. I'm an, I'm an outdoorsy type of guy. And when I was watching it, I was like, wow, that, what a, what a really cool idea. And I, I hang out every, every now and then with uh, EJ Snyder, who's, you know, oh, naked and yeah. afraid. God, you, you know, try he... a mock naked and afraid. Where you guys go in the woods of New Hampshire? And <laughs> well, we kind of, you know, <laughs> we've kind of done that on Boston Common a few times after clubbing when I was in my younger years, but <laughs> she got us in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I just kind of figured maybe that, you know, you guys get together and, you know, try out each other's show. You're running around Boston and then you're running through the woods. But, I mean, I'll join you guys one day. I want to. I would you do Naked and Afraid? Joseph, I mean, you, you oh. just said you're an outdoors man, so would you do, like, the whole naked thing In a outside? second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I was in the Army for nine years, too, so I'm, I'm, I don't mind being naked. <laughs> yeah. As long as my, as long as my, you know, my stepdaughter didn't, and my daughter didn't watch, I'd be okay with it. Well, they put, like, little, thinks, like, black yeah, they put, around yeah, the yeah, area, so, yeah. you know. They put... It's just like us wearing instead of like all the mouths around those other areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Believe me, I would have a big, huge black mark around my face. That's uh, and I did bring the brother. I would be now, doing jumping jacks. Would you ever do Big Brother? Would, would you ever do Big Brother? Um, I mean, is that a I, show I, that you watched or are you familiar with? I I I watched it because of its popularity and because of you know everything that's been going on and and I met so many really really wonderful Big Brother. Uh, stars. So I did stop watching. I'm like, could I, could I do that? And I think the funny thing with, with someone like me is I, I was edited a certain way, I think in, in, in the amazing race. And, and it was, my edit was wonderful, you know, and, but I, I swear a lot and, you know, I'm, I'm a, 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 like a true Bostonian. I just tell it like it is. So to have me unedited, I don't think that's something they really want. <laughs> so no, I would really do it. Do I, I would do it. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would definitely do it. I don't, I don't know how long I'd last, but um, yeah, it's, it is the whole you know shitting with the door open type of thing, and you know, I'd be horrible. Hor- just I'd be a horror show. They're like, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah, I, but I, I could you see know. you like being able to be kind of like a chameleon, you know, kind of changing around the personality or you know, how you approach certain people, because that's what we have, that kind of... Look at Evil um, Dick. I mean, he didn't have the... Yeah. I mean, his mouth was... <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. A blowtorch. I that's mean, he had, he had either a curse word or spit coming out of his mouth every five seconds. Yeah, that's true. I, I just, I don't have a filter, so I just say it. It's this, like... You know, the, some people think there's something wrong. Like you, you can't say that. I'm like, no, I, I can. It, I, I did, and I don't care. So it's sometimes people think it's rude, but anyone who knows me says, well, that's that's how he is. It, some people would rather hear it that way, and, and rather than be fake. I just, I cannot be fake. I can't be politically correct. I can't do any of that. So. Yeah, so you're not going to. But I would, I, I, I would do it in a second. Yeah. yeah. We I do have your other guests but... on the switchboard, Michelle. Right. I just wanted to let you know. All right. Well, you guys, Joey, thank you for coming on. Um, and oh, my Monday. pleasure. I wish we had a little bit more time with you, but really what it comes down to you guys is Joey um, wants you to donate some money to him. So, Joey, give one more last plea out there to everyone listening. Make sure you let him know every dollar counts and where to go. 
to donate. Yeah, guys. Yours. Come on, guys. You, you can help out these wonderful, wonderful people um, at Reality Rally on Facebook, Reality Rally on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to Pink Ribbon MP on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's Michelle's place. Um, if not to me, find, you know, got a couple dolls loops way or Redmond Ramos's way or Michelle's way anyway. It doesn't matter where it goes. It all goes to the same place. And right. what, you know, and just, just join up and, and, and check out the websites, check out the, the sizzle wheels and everything else. We're going to, we're going to put all kinds of stuff on the internet for you guys to see where your money's going. Absolutely. Um, Joey, we would love to have you come back on maybe just, um, um, have you come back on and do like a, just an amazing race type of interview uh, maybe the next time Amazing Race is on, you'll be on there. But if not, maybe you can come give us, an, uh, you know, your thoughts and ideas on what's going on with that season. But we hope to see you back there on Amazing Race because you did such a great job. And, Thank um, you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you it. Love to see you back on there. And <laughs> please, um, you know, the third Nor'easter in 10 days. So, you know. I hope you have some bingo ready to go because that's, you don't need bread and milk. You need wine, you know, a little prosciutto, yeah. you know, a little North End. Um, come I on got now. lucky charms for the lucky charms for the boy and Bud Lights for me. For me. There you go. Perfect. Well, you guys have a great we'll night. Tell Luke I said hi. And we will definitely do that. Make sure you guys go and donate under Joey. Thank you so much, Joey. Have a great night. You're welcome, ladies. Have a great night. Take care, Bye. Joey. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Poor Joey is going okay. to go scrap everything, probably put some rock salt down, <clears throat> getting the last preparations <laughs> ready. Um, okay, our next guest, um, Luke, is going to come on, and I cannot wait to talk about um, his experience um, doing the show The Wheel. On The Wheel. Oh, yes, The Wheel. What a great wheel. show. I am so yeah. into these survivalist shows. I'm not oh kidding. My, my husband and I watched the- them, and this is one of the most interesting of them. This and Alone yeah. are two of our favorites, and we were so heavily into them. So I can't wait right. to talk to him. So let's bring well, him let's up. Bring him up. Yeah. We have. So Without further ado, from the wheel, the winner of the wheel, Luke Soderling. Hi, Luke. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hey, Luke. Happy Manic Monday. Hey, thanks for having me on. This is great. This is so exciting. Now, first off, Luke, you're not anywhere near this nor'easter, right? So you're clear out of this snow path, right? Well, I'm surrounded by snow pretty much 10 months of the year. So I'm in northern Minnesota. Um, so oh, we have plenty of snow. Yeah. So we're we're just, you know, babies over here. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm speaking for myself. Snow, like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> you guys survived. So we're getting Stay 24 strong. inches. Yeah. 24, 24 inches. inches. Wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. This hey, is the over third the next couple days, huh? In 10 wow. day- oh, yeah. 10 days. Hunkering down, Luke. Hunt- hunkering wow. down. That's right. I'm going to play survivalist in my house. There you go. It requires walking around in your underwear an awful lot. I don't know if you realize this, but uh, it's a quintessential part of survival. Well, I obviously practice a lot. There you go. Uh, you know, I am so in awe of you because just 
to do a survivalist show is just amazing, and I think I would do it. I know I would do it, but I'm more worried about the bug situation because I don't want no bugs going places uh, that shouldn't. But yeah, let's they, talk, you, you, right? Like the bugs, they oh, crawl man. into yeah, they things, get everywhere. right? They they just don't understand the idea of personal space, and they will invade <laughs> everything. I mean, they are ruthless. I got oh uh, one God. time. I, we the whole thing in the wheel is that we move to different places, so yeah. I kind of get one place figured out, and then they go get dropped off in a new spot, and they drop you off and say, "All right, see you later, good luck." And the first night that I was in one of these spots, I got eaten by these little ticks. These little they're like little chiggers or something. I could feel them just biting me all over, and I was standing up. I was pacing back and forth. I just couldn't stand being in my own skin. It was just every nerve was fire. It was just terrible. (sighs) And I had bites all over. Uh, I had hundreds and hundreds of bites, and they itched for weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were pretty terrible. I'm having thoughts and tingles all over. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's let's back up a little bit because some people out there probably maybe hadn't heard of the wheel or they heard of it, they didn't watch it. People have an idea of what. Come on. Yeah, shame on you guys. Like they better do it during this blizzard. Oh, I ain't got nothing to do. Watch the wheel. Can you you let people know like the entire concept of the wheel? I mean, it's pretty cool actually. Yeah, it was kind of unique in that it was the first time they've ever really done what they did here in that they took six people that didn't really know what they were doing, you know, alone or naked and afraid, dual survival, all those other shows take people that have a skill set, right, and have tried this or or self-proclaimed experts of some sort. But on this show, they picked people that were just normal people. I mean, we had an ultra runner, um, we had a wrestler, we had a, 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 a model, we had a nurse anesthetist, we had a marine, and we had me. I was Luke the plumber. And they went and they dropped us off in six different places around South America. And the whole premise of the wheel was that the wheel turns every uh, lunar, based on the lunar calendar, so every full moon and every half moon. And we had no idea. And so they drop us off, the wheel turns, they move us to the next spot, drop us off again, and you're on your own. So cool. And you could go from being you could go from being very cold in a very cold climate to being in a scorching climate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I went from a place that was about 110 degrees in a desert area and then was dropped off on the top of the mountains in the Andes in Patagonia. Wow. Talk about a shock. It was I love yeah. it there though. I, I, I love the cold. So that was that was heaven for me. But uh, so, fun. how much time did they have you spend on each um, location, or was it yeah, like just if you could survive that location? It was it was based on the calendar, lunar calendar. So it was um, uh, some, it was different. So the first couple of day, uh, zones were around seven or eight days, uh, from a full moon to a half moon, and from a half moon to another full moon, and then some of them were fifteen or sixteen days. So it all kind of depended on the the, the size of the moon. Wow. Now, did you did you think that, oh, my God, I'm going to win this? Like, what, what were your thoughts when you won? Um, first off, you had to have given yourself a pat on the back, like, wow, I can't believe I actually won this, because you were going to compete against some amazing people. Um, talk about how you felt when you, when you took the throne Man. of the wheel champion. 
Yeah, well, when I the challenge was to make it in six different places over the course of 60 days. And when I made it to day 60 and realized that I had defeated the wheel, I was the happiest person on earth. I was amazing. Wow. And, and, I mean, beating that and, and going through the different struggles I've had in life, it really was just a great testimony to the fact that you just never give up. You never quit. You keep going. And that no matter what life throws at you, you never, ever quit. You never give up. And that was a huge motivation for me to keep going, especially to encourage and impact the cancer community and to try to encourage those people to keep going, never fighting, never, never quitting. Well, that's I really kind of need to hear that right now. <laughs> yeah. Never yeah, give up was, is very important. That's right. In 2013, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And wow. so this, this touches, you know, me pretty close in that uh, there's a lot of people that, dif- that have difficulties with their cancer treatments. And sometimes the treatments are harder than the disease itself. You know, I have friends that have gone through chemotherapy and some of the radiations, and that's tough. It's hard to keep going. It's hard to stay motivated. So for me, that was one of my number one goals to, to keep going was to be a good encouragement to those that are going through their own struggles. Wow. I mean, so you've actually, um, you know, one-on-one have dealt with cancer. So this must have been probably not even a question in your mind that you were going to be, be a part of Reality Rally and raising yeah. money um, yeah. for, when, when I you know. Found, when I first found out about it, I knew I, I had to do it. You know, I mean, there's just no question yeah. about it. This is such a great opportunity, a way to give back and to encourage people. And uh, I'm so grateful for all those that have helped donate to my charity and uh, through Reality Rally and the money we've been able to raise. It's just fantastic. It's really encouraging. What were the symptoms that you had of your thyroid cancer? What? How did you find out you had it? What, what kind of symptoms did you have? Yeah. I didn't notice it at all. I didn't see any problems or anything. Uh, I was at dinner one time with my parents, and my mom noticed, noticed a lump in my neck and said, you should have that checked out. And sure enough, I have it checked out, and I have a two-and-a-half-inch tumor in my neck, stage three thyroid cancer. Wow. Yeah, and so I was very blessed in that they were able to um, remove the the tumor without affecting my vocal cords. It was right up against my vocal cords, and the rest of the treatment was all successful. And coming up the end of the month here, I'm going to be hitting four years cancer-free. Yes. Yeah. So you didn't even know that anything was uh, like uh, like affecting your your throat or you had never been no. to the doctors and they did a check or anything. Imagine that. Yeah. Wow. I hadn't noticed anything. And when they told me that, you know, they did a biopsy of it and I got the results, I was, I mean, it was devastating. You know, I mean, I'm too young to have cancer. That's for old people, right? You know, I mean, that's just, uh, you'd never expect that to happen to you. And man, it's just, it takes the wind out of your sails. I'll tell you what. How old were you when you found out? So I was 33. Yeah. Wow. And I talk a lot about that, that cancer doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care what your sex is. doesn't care about what your religion is, how old you are. Do you have a, it, it, it doesn't have um, a boundary. So everybody is affected by it, you know, at, you know, at any age. So, like, you're, you know, a walking billboard, basically, to to people that that if they, if they do find cancer, find something, 
you know, and it is cancer. You fight and you never quit. Um, right. And so right. that must have been really um, an emotional thing for you and your family. And I, I don't know if you heard earlier that I was talking to um, Joey, but, um, you know, um, we're here to try to raise money for Michelle's place and that every dollar does count. I mean, yeah. people get, you know, oh, I'm embarrassed. I'm only, you know, there's only a dollar that I can donate. But if I were to get all my people on Twitter to give me a dollar, that would be $19,000. If I got no. all my people on Facebook, that would be $5,000. So at, when you look at it like that, Luke, right, yeah. um, Man, it doesn't, that that's dollar doesn't look tech. so insignificant, right? No, for sure. That's right. Every dollar counts for sure. And, you know, I mean, a lot of us have support structures around us. And depending on the difficulty of the disease or what you're going through, you need more and more support. And that's some things that not everybody has. Not everybody has, you know, a complete support structure around there that can help them. So a place like Michelle's Place that can really reach out and help these people. And uh, it's just, it's amazing. It's, it's, It's wonderful. Absolutely. And you guys are probably wondering, okay, you know what? I want to donate right now. I don't even want to wait till the end of the show. Um, you guys can go to realityrally.com. You go to Reality Star Lineup, and then you scroll down to L, and then you find Luke because it goes by alphabetical order by first name. You go on to Luke, you click on Luke, and you donate. Um, Luke, can you tell, can you let everybody know that's listening, your different social medias that they can um, follow you first off because I think that just, you know, um, every day just your tweets or whatever you put on there could really help somebody that's going through the struggles. Where can they follow you at? Do you have one on yeah. Twitter, Instagram? Let yeah, they, know. Can, they can follow me on Twitter at, at Luke Soderling. That's S-O-D-E-R-L-I-N-G. Or on Facebook or Instagram at Luke Soder. And uh, you can follow me on there. I'd love to have you on there. Uh, we you know, post a lot of very interesting things coming up, uh, different projects I have going on. Also, I'm on YouTube on Luke Soderling, and you can follow some of the survival videos and different things I've been doing on there. So lots of fun well, stuff going on. So make sure you guys go on there and, and click on the links. So that might be a different um, route you can go to donate. Okay, so let's go back a little bit because um, – so when you decided to go on the wheel, how – did you just, you know, you said it's been, what, four years um, that you've been cancer-free? So was this something that you decided, like, hey, you know what, I'm going to do this because there's nothing that I can't do. Um, there's no door that I'm going to leave closed. I'm going to open every door. Like, did you just decide one day I'm going to do this, or did you train for this? Did you run naked through the fields? And... <laughs> Tell no, me not, what you not, did. Not, we want to know. Not, <laughs> not a lot of training. I didn't have a whole lot of opportunity for that. I got an email. I had signed up for a different show years ago that ended up getting canceled, and I kept getting these emails for different shows, and none of them were really that interesting to me. But this one came along and it said survive in the wilderness for up to 60 days in six different places alone with minimal equipment. And I thought, man, you know, that sounds like a blast. And so I emailed them and signed up for it. And I told my wife that I'd signed up for the show and said, you know, would it be okay that I'm gone for 60 days? And she said, oh, they'll never pick you. (laughs) Uh, But a lot of of confidence she had. Uh, I didn't think they'd ever pick me either. But they went through the whole casting process and took several months 
And then I, they flew me out to L.A. for a final interview, and they picked me and five other people to do it, and they told us at like 10 o'clock at night in our rooms. And then they, I said, so when do we leave? And they said, you're leaving in two weeks. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Um, <laughs> it's, oh, I guess goodness. it's time to hit the ground running. And I had no idea where I was going. I had no idea that we were even going to South America. I didn't know the six different zones. So it was absolutely impossible to prepare for Wow, so you basically didn't really have time to even, like, really train or really have time to think about it. It's just... Yeah, it was hard. I mean, before, yeah, beforehand, I started, I started running a little bit. I wanted to kind of build up some endurance during the uh, casting process over those couple months, but then I started to lose weight. And I'm like, well, that's not good. I, you know, I need to have a survival body here, so that I need to pack on as many pounds as I could. So about two, three weeks before... The final casting process, I was eating everything I could find and trying to add weight. Yeah, that's what I'm going to tell people I'm doing. I'm not eating <laughs> because I want to. This is a survivalist <laughs> body right here. That's right, exactly. I need to survive. Bodies. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I need to survive through these blizzards. That's right. I'm just eating everything in my cupboards. Mm-hmm. I'm use that. Okay, so what was... What was, okay, the hardest terrain for you? Because I know you come from Minnesota, so you deal with a lot of different types of weather and climate and stuff like that. What would you say was the toughest terrain that you dealt with? And probably the the Amazon. That was the place I least wanted to go. Um, that was just going to be really rough. I, I knew it would be hard to make fire, everything stamped and wet. And uh, everything wants to eat you. Um, so I, I thought that would be tough. And that was. I caught some fish on day two and then uh, ate some larvae on day three. And then I went Ugh. seven days without eating anything. Wait, larvae, isn't that like um, eggs or Beetle something? Larvae. They're larvae like bugs, you know, like, uh, like huh. white grubs, worms. Yeah, they're, okay, they're I, just, I just want to let you know I puked in my mouth and I swallowed. Just to let you know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I, I could survive. Yeah, uh, yeah right. Yeah. Listen, no, I had to eat you, some you suspicious them, things like too, you know. Yeah. I was on Big Brother, oh, yeah? but I had to eat some weird stuff too. What did you eat? I mean, I ate 10 crickets. Oh, okay. Alive. Okay. And I ate a raw, hairy, Pig air. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. wow that's Cartilage. Pretty, that's pretty tough. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you, I don't I, know. I, I, I think you, I would still go with a pig air before the larva. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, the larva is rough. When you bite into them, there's like this explosion of flavor, and uh, they are, yeah, they're not very good. <laughs> they're kind of rough. I, Sorry, I'm so glad we don't have like a like uh, a visual on this. Sorry. Well, if you go on my Facebook or my Instagram, I have pictures of them, so you can check that out afterwards. There you go, everybody. There you go. Because I know everybody's know out there what... wanting to see what it looks like. That's right, exactly. But uh, then uh, the the most difficult part for me, though, actually, was not the terrain. But it was the battle between your ears. I mean, this is a mental game. It's it's oh, a battle yeah. between you and yourself. And yeah. I was in this desert area, the bush plains, it was called. And it was hot, and it was dry, and it was boring. There wasn't much to do. 
but I ate really well in the 16 days I was there. I caught and ate 66 fish while I was there. So I was eating really Whoa. well. Yeah, I was during that time they nicknamed me the best fed survivalist ever. So I was eating well, but I was bored. And I realized that I would possibly quit when it was easy before I quit when it was hard. And that was really kind of interesting to me. I always thought that, you know, uh, when, it's, when it's easy, you know, you just coast through. But when it's hard, you have something to keep working towards. You know, you have a goal and you're pressing on and you're pushing forward. When it's easy, you kind of sit back and you're like, oh, well, this isn't this is kind of boring. So I had to find something for myself to do. I had to give myself a project. And I made the world's worst wicker chair while I was out there. It was pretty flimsy and rickety, and but it <laughs> kept me busy for several days, and that's really what I needed to do. I needed to find a purpose and a goal, something to keep me occupied. Yeah, I guess the less time you have to actually think about what's going on, um, it'll take you out of your mental game that you're playing with. So, yeah. so are you saying you wouldn't do Big Brother? Because Big Brother's a lot of downtime and a lot of thinking and a lot of sometimes you think overthink did you ever do mm. big brother i don't know man that's that's brutal i mean i like yeah, the fact that i was alone when i was out there so i didn't have to deal with other persons people's drama oh. you know that yeah. interpersonal communication and drama and stuff that's going on that would be rough i mean that's just poof to, <laughs> to try to survive is one thing but try not to kill everybody else. I don't know, man. That's, I don't know how you guys do it. You know, I, I don't know either. I, I asked myself that 10 years later. Yeah. You know, it, it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of mentality, yeah. mental break, whatever you want yep. to call it, patience, whatever, to... Yeah. To not be able to run away. Like, I just want right. to just get away from these people. Like, leave me alone. You, you couldn't even go to the bathroom by yourself. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you can't wow. even have yeah, that personal right. time. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I couldn't either, really. I mean, the, the Cayman were watching me and the Jaguars at night. They'd watch you. And, and I had to film myself doing everything. And it was, Did you have, uh, like, a close call? Like, what was the closest call you got with some sort of animal you think you can hear them or that well, I, um, I don't know if they tell you anything after. I, I heard the Jaguars close by. Um, I could hear them kind of growling and roaring a little bit close by and I slept pretty close with the machete I had. Um, mm-hmm. One day I was getting pretty hungry and pretty tired of eating fish and I went and tried to eat uh, or kill a caiman. The caiman's an alligator and these are like five, six, some seven foot long caiman and they're about five o'clock in the morning it's dark out. I can just barely see the glint of their eyes, and I'm wading through the water trying to find them. And then I go and stab at them with a pointy stick that I made, like a long spear. And it, they're really hard to kill, surprisingly hard to kill. And then I'd wake them up by stabbing them, and they weren't too happy. But they'd thrash around, and I'd jump out of the way. And it was it was exhilarating, to say the least. So you would do that at night? It was like really early morning, yeah, when they were kind of. They're kind of sleeping or kind of dormant. It was a little cool, and they didn't really weren't too active. But as soon as you hit them with a pointy stick, they they revive and get pretty active pretty quick. Yeah, you get them when they're taking a nap. You well, you hope. That's right. That's right. Because I I would be afraid to do something like that at night. 
because I'd want to be able to see everything around me and know which way yeah. I'd run for my life. Yeah, that was hard. We weren't given any source of light, so I had no flashlight or anything. So we were, we had to operate during daylight or kind of stumble around in the dark. Wow. So what kind of advice, if somebody was like, Luke, you know, I'm thinking about doing the wheel too, um, I, you know, what kind of advice would you give me? What, what would you give somebody who's either trying out for it or made it and they're going to venture out? What words of wisdom would you give them? Well, I think in life there's a lot of analogies that kind of draw between the two. And, you know, really the biggest one is to set small goals. On day one, I said, I got it. I can make 60 days. And I I knew I had it. I had it. You know how long that attitude lasted? One day. By day two, Mm. I could not make it. I knew there was no way I could make it 60 days. But I knew I could make it through that day. And that was my goal. At the, each day, I said, I make it through today. That's it. And that's really yeah, the that's way you have, to, you have to tackle all problems in life is break down the huge problem into small little bits and pieces, and then you're, it's much more manageable. Uh, and that's, that's pivotal. That's great advice, actually. Um, just don't think about the overall. Just go day by day. That's because right. Because every that's day right. you have a different challenge or hurdle, that's right? That's right. And there's there's so many things we get bogged down with, uh, with the huge problems that are around us, you know, and you start thinking about all the things that are happening to me. And a big thing for me was to focus on what was uh, on the needs of others. Now, I was alone out there, so I had nobody around me that, you know, I could focus on them. I focused on people back home, my wife and my boys and everybody back home, and I, I tried praying for them, and I tried thinking about them and, uh, and thinking about their needs, and that really helped a lot as it took the focus off my own problems, and I was able to kind of focus on the needs of others, and that was really huge. So what did your wife say when you came home and you won? Was she <laughs> like, man, I didn't even think you would ever make it on the show, and you go and win this, you know, you show up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so proud she of you. was. She was. She was pretty proud. She was pretty impressed. Um, you know, once I got on, she was kind of scared a little bit in that she knew I wouldn't quit. I'm just too stupid and stubborn to quit, and so she's she that she knew I would make it. Um, she just didn't know if I would survive, if I would live to the end. You know, that was her pro- that was her concern the whole time I was out there, and. Uh, but when I came home, we were so happy to be able to see each other again. It was 60 days without being able to talk to them at all. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah, well, it just goes to show you that you've been through so much in your life, and you came on top every time. You know, you're such a role model for people to listen to your story and know that don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do anything or you know, you are, you know, you have cancer, you will make it through it. Or after that, you know, you just got to stay home and just, no. I mean, you're showing people that, you know, open up those doors, um, don't take no as an answer, and just keep moving forward. So it's very inspirational. Thank you for um, sharing. Yeah, well, I'm glad to be able to do this. I'm glad for the different opportunities I've had. I'm able to travel around a little bit and talk about my story and, uh, uh, with different places like the American Cancer Society and now Reality Rally and some other places. And it's just a, a great opportunity. I'm, I'm, I'm really a blessed person, and I want to be able to encourage and help others that way too. 
Awesome. So everybody out there listening, can you give them one last plea of donating money and letting them know that every dollar counts and um, and it's today, the last day, Luke. They got to do it today. Yeah, today's the last time to get in there, guys. You, you have an opportunity to be able to donate to just a fantastic uh, cause here. I know so many other reality stars who, after I got to know them, told me, you've got to be part of Reality Rally. This is a great place to raise money. And the, the help that they give to people through Michelle's Place is really life-changing for so many people. All of us are incredibly blessed. And I know that we spend money on, you know, a $10 cup of coffee. So put that towards, you know, the, someone else's life and invest that in their future, and you'll be so satisfied. It's such a rewarding experience. Absolutely, guys. So um, every dollar counts, but guess what? There is an incentive, too, if you want to um, um, donate anything over $71. You actually get a certificate um, to go to a resort in, I believe it's either Florida or Vegas. So um, not only can you donate money, but then you can also kind of get a kickback on um, the donations and maybe you can spend some time with family and friends and um, doing some things that you need to do for yourself, you know. Um, you're helping others and you need to help yourself at times too. Never forget um, to help yourself. But um, make sure you guys go on to Reality Rally, go down to Luke and donate under him. Um, or follow him on social media. Um, and if you could take any of his words today with you, please do and share, um, you know, because knowledge is power. And he's given that a lot of that to us today and a lot of inspiration. So thank you so much for calling in, Luke. We really appreciate it, and we'd love to have you back. Anytime you have anything um, in the works um, that you want to talk about, you're welcome back here anytime, okay? All right. Hey, well, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm really looking forward to the rally in May, and I can't wait to see you guys there. Luke, do you know awesome. if there's anything um, anything going on about another wheel? Are they going to do another show? Well, Ooh. I was on the first one. Um, I don't know of any others. Um, the problem is that for two problems there were, the one is that it was incredibly expensive. Um, to do. They had six different crews in six different locations. Also, I beat it. So (laughs) I don't know if they can do the same thing again. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like, will they make it? Well, he already did. So I'm not quite sure if they'll have another one or not. But I really like it. It was such a great show. I I wish they'd do it again. I do too. I really really do wish they'd do it again. Interesting if they they do some different types of uh, you know, it's very similar to the wheel, but just maybe switch it up a little bit. Um, I'm sure they yeah, right. tweak it you know. a little bit, you know. And you might yeah, you might be right. able to help them do that because you won. You know, you would be yeah, very integral go. in being able to, to help them do that. Um, oh, I have some great ideas so. for shows. Yeah, I, sure. I, think, I think they should pick your brain a little bit and help help them tweak it a little bit and move forward with that show because it was great so yeah and i don't know yeah, if it'll help really any at all i just found out today that i have my back is broken in three places and i pulled myself up to the computer to do this show tonight because i know how important uh-huh. reality rally is and how important uh-huh. it is to get donations out to all these people so everybody better get into their pockets and donate Get some money rolling yeah. in on these people. Wow. Well, I you're can, a warrior. If I can you're, sit here tonight. Hard. You can do it. 
Yeah, exactly. Everybody else can get in their pockets and, and donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can donate. Please do so. This is so important. I mean, yeah. I'm going to heal, but cancer mm. survive. You know, cancer, you don't know. You know, that's yeah, a gamble. And the they need this so resource. Yeah. 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 And they not only help the patient, but they help the families. And families don't always know how to handle it. You know, they don't always yeah, they don't know, know what, what to, to say. They don't. Yeah. So. And they help everybody in the family, and it's just such an important place. And we've been doing this for eight years, and I know how important it is, and I wouldn't have missed this for the world. So please, please do what you can. Get on there. Donate for Luke. Get Luke, Michelle, Joey, all of them out there to do wonderful things for Michelle's place because it's so, Mm -hmm. so important. Please do yeah, that. We've got a few hours left. As Joey, as Joey was mentioning before, you know, there's so many other reality stars that are on there as well. I was able to meet my goal, and I'm so blessed to be able to do that, and I appreciate all, all the donations to there. I have other friends that are out there. Um, uh, buddy EJ is was gone during some of the – EJ uh, Snyder. The, God, I love him. Yeah, he, he was mm-hmm. gone during some of the uh, fundraising times there. He was on a different project, and so he didn't get to get out there and fundraise. And so I know he has a little bit to, to be able to meet his goal. So find the other survivalists that are out there, the other reality stars that are out there, and help support them as well as they try to help. Jerry, go so on and switchboard listening. Well, there you go. So if you like, want to say hi to Joey, he's Joey's still on anybody. Yeah, hey, he's Joey, still on our switchboard. It was, it was great to you great bring to him up. I'm looking forward to seeing you. I can bring him up. Go for it. Hi, Joey. I'm still here. <laughs> Joey, I, I, Luke is on here. Let's, let's hey, make Luke. plans to go do the Boston Commons survivalist thing. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. There you go. There you go. He's going to beat that. He's going to beat that, too. Yeah, right. When I first heard you guys, I was like, is this an Italian talk show or, or what's going on here? <laughs> hey, I'm Portuguese. <laughs> Oh, so it's Portuguese. like the Portuguese uh, Italian, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, well, I'm, I'm part Italian, too. So uh, the Italian from Northern go. Minnesota. There you go. Yeah, look, I, I loved you on the wheel, man. You did, a, you did a great job. Big fan. Hey, well, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. That's, that's great to hear. You know, I, I'm sorry I spent that much time in my underwear. Um, but, you know, <laughs> you've you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, and I was looking. I'm like, geez, I, I really need a plumber right now, too. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. We're really struggling around these parts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's but from we, Minnesota. We are he's have... a big babies, Joey. You know, he's from Minnesota. <laughs> he deals with blizzards every day. So yeah, I've been. I've been in Minnesota. It's like here. standing in a fridge. It's just cold. Oh, we open the fridge oh. to warm up. Yeah. <laughs> we had. Uh, no, Minnesota's a nice January, place. January and February, we had. 30, 40 below weather all, you know, every day for, for weeks. It was, uh, we had, uh, 20, 20 some days below, uh, below 20 degrees, below zero, something like that. It was just crazy. Yeah. Us know that we're not, we're not the smartest We were below over here, but I don't know about 20 below, but we were like maybe like five or 10 below for a little bit. Yeah. I that Canadian air. That Canadian air. I threw some boiling water, threw some boiling water up in the air when it was 47 below. 
that was uh, that was pretty cool. It turns into a huge cloud of smoke and steam and ice, and it's pretty cool. Forty-seven below. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not we're not that smart living in the north. We're doing something wrong. Yeah, that's an L. Yeah. We survive every day. Yeah, that's right. exactly. Exactly. Makes them tougher for sure. Yeah, but for your listeners, we're EJ and and Luke and myself and um, Redmond and Christina and Sherry Louis LeBrand. We're just gonna have such a great time out there. And if especially if anyone's local, come on out and hang out with us and you know pick our brains as far as being on the shows, how we get on the shows, because uh, I know there's a lot of fans out there who attend the rallies, and they all Man, I would love have... to be there. I can't travel, but I would love to be there. I just send my love to you guys and have a blast for me while you're out there. Have a drink for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants signatures and pictures and stuff like that, this is just a great opportunity to be able to do some of that and be able to get to know you guys, you know, as the fans. Um, you know, we, we are out on TV running around the woods in our underwear, but it's really coming back <laughs> and being able to connect with the people and see what an inspiration it was and be able to hear your stories. It's really an awesome, awesome opportunity. So Luke wants everyone who loved him in his underwear to come out and say that. <laughs> yeah, sign me a pair of underwear and send them to me. You know what's so cool, guys, is uh, doing Reality Rally for, you know, eight years. You know, the one thing that I loved is the interaction that you get with, you know, the people that are there for the events because it's not like them from afar, you know, and, you know, they get to maybe see you and whatever for a minute and they stand in line for four hours. No, they actually get to, like, hang out, and we're doing different events together. We're racing together. We're drinking wine together. We're doing, um, you know, auctioning off things together. So it's really, like, a hands-on type of situation, you know, where, you, like, I think it was either Luke or Joey said, you can pick our brain, um, you know, pictures, autographs, and we hang out, we dance. So it's really an awesome time. So if you buy tickets or you buy the VIP experience, you get to like, you know, not be from afar watching us. You get to be hanging out with us and maybe in your own underwear running around. I mean, who knows? (laughs) The VIP experience is the way to go. And even, even like they do the same, the same thing at like hot reality. Where I, 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 I've met some just wonderful fans. There was a Stephen Pickett, Blair Vogel, um, the dude Ken, I think his name is. He was a he was an Atlanta fan, Atlanta Falcons fan. He just looked at me, he almost started crying. But he, these guys donate <laughs> tons and tons of money, and, and just for for me as a, as a reality personality to meet those guys and to hear their stories and how we interact with each other's lives without even knowing it, it it's just such a great great feeling for for me as well. Yeah, yeah, and there's going to be transportation to and from the event and between different venues. And- I guess we're going to be on that with you guys and some of the yeah. different things like that right at the event. And like you said, the lip sync battle and the, and the, the amazing race. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Joey, you better bring your A game because I'm going to show you how the amazing race is really done. <laughs> Terrific. Then I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring my best underwear. All right. I think we just had our first challenge of reality rally uh, right here on Manic Monday. Um, I'm going to remind you guys too. I have a really good memory. So I'm going to remind so, you guys that you guys had a, you know. 
Well, then we're going to have to do a Team Luke, Team Joey, and Team Michelle. And there you go. You know, the, 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 winners, the winners have to donate 100. The losers have to donate 300. And the one in the middle does 200. You know what's so funny? While you guys are talking about it, I'm just going to be running across the finish line like, yeah, y'all. Listen, I almost well, won one year. Almost. Almost, but I never quit. Yeah, I never. I know quit. what that feels like. <laughs> I know what it feels like too. Luke's gonna know what yeah. it feels like finally. Yeah. Oh, oh Scott well, Flannery, the the winner of the Scott Scott Flannery's gonna be there too. The winner of uh, Ta Twenty Nine. And oh. all his gloriousness. Yeah, he, and he oh, is a huh? funny, funny dude. That one. Ah, yeah, he is. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a great time. Um, We're looking forward to it. We're going to have a blast from you guys. There's only a few hours left. I mean, if we can have this much fun on phone, on the phone and on a podcast, can you just imagine us being live in person in the um, underwear? I'm, I mean, I'm in my underwear so right now. <laughs> uh, get your Duluth Trading Company underwear yeah. and come on out and have a blast. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> Shameless plug. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I'm loving this. I've been loving this. Oh, you too. And don't forget him. I love her and him and her and him and him. I love you. Yes. We love everybody. We love shameless plugging. Um, and just to let you guys know, you guys can do different, like, themes and stuff like that for teams. Sometimes teams dress up similar. I'm just saying anybody who gets Luke's team, <laughs> there you go. probably Duluth. you might want to bring in an extra pair of tidy whities There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Hopefully yeah. the weather. And if you're on my team, bring, a, bring, one of those, bring one of those hats so they can put the two beers in it. Oh, yeah, with the straw that comes down. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I'm oh, just going to just yeah. roll the wine barrel, and that'll be just part of my race technique is just stopping, drinking, rolling, drinking. You yeah, know, you'll be one of those lumberjacks up. on top of it. <laughs> Real little long. Barrel rolling. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll probably oh, fall out of it. Yeah. Well, you guys better yeah, make sure and come to one this of the reality rally. Make sure and come to this reality rally because I have a feeling we're going to break it. And it, I, I don't know if they'll be able to do it ever again because we're, we're yeah. going to destroy it there. Pick up the pieces. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they can piece it back together next year. But it's going to be a blast. It's a good we're, time. we're looking forward to it. It's a great time. So um, thank you, um, Joey and Luke, for calling in um, and for giving everybody – um, an idea of how it's going to be when we're all together. Yeah. You have to be able to get rid of us. We're going to be stuck. <laughs> yeah. You're stuck with us um, in all our glory, depending on what that is. Um, and um, so thank you again, Joey and Luke. Make sure you guys go to Reality Rally. Donate. Every dollar counts. And um, you only have a few more hours. So. Yeah, donate to EJ and Redmond. We need them. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, wouldn't be a party without him. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're missing out right now. I mean, and everybody knows it. EJ doesn't. Wear, I don't think he owns underwear. So, 
<laughs> EJ <laughs> has done a couple of shows with us here on the Rad Reality Show before. Oh, he's incredible. Yes. Yep. Yes, he's amazing. So we need him out there um, in Temecula. Um, and like I said, at the end of the day, you guys, you know, we're having fun. We're laughing. Um, and that's what it's called, fun. It funds for fun. And right. um, really that's the most important thing is that uh, we're raising money and awareness. Just us talking about it um, is important. So um, it's from Michelle's Place. Please, um, like Luke, Luke and Joey said, you know, it's just like buying a coffee in the morning. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, you guys got the little app. You put the phone out. You don't even have to even exchange money anymore. So people spend money on coffee like it's nothing. So, you know, please just donate a dollar. That would be wonderful. Joey and Luke, can you guys say goodbye to everybody? Say, this isn't goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. Because, we, you, you know, we get some emotional fans and viewers and listeners, so... You know, we'll be back. We'll see you in in uh, in San Diego area there for the reality rally. Looking forward to you guys. Thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks Keep so tuning into Manic Mondays for more info. Yeah. Well, Bye-bye. exactly. Thanks you guys so Bye. much Bye. for being with us. Good night. All right, good night. You too. Bye. Have fun at reality rally. Bye. Thanks. All right, everybody. What Let's a great go show. Go out there. Donate money. Um, Luke spreading his love, spreading his wings amongst all the different attendees. Joey is doing the same thing, spreading his wings, saying other people's names. That's what I'm talking about. That's a team. That's what we're doing here. We're all come together for a great cause. So please go out there. Donate under me as well. Um, I need some last-minute donations. I've had a Interesting week, to say the least, um, which, you know, your family and friends, just make sure you hug them and kiss them and tell them how much you love them because you just don't know what tomorrow will bring. So um, I had some very serious things going on this week. So um, the only thing I want to say, like I said, is let your friends and your family and anybody that's important to you know how much you care for them. Because you just don't know where the day might take you. Okay? Cherry Pie, please take care of yourself. Has any news come forward on that front? Michelle? I'm sorry? Has any news come forward on that front? I know you can't tell me much, but... Mm, No. No. So just day by day, that's all you can do. So... Um, Ms. Cherry Pipe, I speak for everybody out there. We want you to feel better and get better, so take care of yourself. And um, you're going through some serious stuff right now, so get better, um, please. And um, my best, we'll babe. be back um, in the future to talk about um, Survivor and all that good stuff. We'll keep you guys informed over social media, and um, our future topics will be Survivor, Big Brother Canada, and there will be other shows coming up. So please stay tuned. Miss Cherry Pie, um, let's close the show out. Um, 
Thank you, Luke and Joey, for calling in tonight. And remember, every dollar counts. Cherry pie, let's close out the show. I love. Okay, okay. I do want to say thank you to everybody that joined us tonight. And um, I think most people know that I'm not doing Thursday shows right now. I just kind of want to mention that. Um, taking a break from Thursdays for a short while. Um, obviously, with my back issues and things, I really need to take it easy. So uh, there won't be a Thursday show. So join us again next Monday for Manic Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa. And she always has great, great guests. So make sure you're here for that. We'll see you next Monday. Everybody have a great week, a great weekend, and we'll be right back here next Monday. Take care. Love you all. Good night. Here's Ron. Love you guys. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. Always a great one with our Michelle Costa. Michelle Costa, say goodnight, babe. Please donate Reality Valley, and good night. That was a great one. Great idea. Get in your pockets and donate some money because it's for such yeah. a great cause. Yeah, yeah, Amen. yeah. All right. Well, they know they have their instructions. We're going to say good night. Thank you all so much for being with us. Good night, all. God bless.